Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. What's going on? All right. Uh, most of Chris. us are still recovering from TwitchCon. Yeah. Can I can I say something about TwitchCon really quick? Yes, please. The recording thing. Okay, so as the default representative of Twitch for the Dice Camera Action community, uh, I want to apologize on behalf of Twitch. Uh, everyone has been tweeting me asking where that recording is because I thought it existed and I said I would go after it. I have been going after it for the last couple days since TwitchCon. Uh, the truth is that that recording that was supposed to exist does not exist. So uh, we have lost the first half, as I understand it, of the episode. The only video that's available is the one that went out on the stream that's on the VODs of Slash Twitch Presents. The reason that happened is uh, a piece of technology failed. The contractor who set up that piece of technology set set it up improperly, so it killed both the recording and the live stream at the same time, which wasn't supposed to happen. So... Uh, I'm really, really sorry. I'm really frustrated and rest assured that it is being dealt with. Yes. And I'm sorry. So, episode- But I hear that people have reconstructed the story on the subreddit. So thank you, because our community is amazing. That's cool. Yeah, so 60, 65 will be the half-lost episode. Henceforth. <laughs> Um, it was this, it was an exclusive special edition episode that you could only get at TwitchCon. <laughs> or at least the first half was. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give a detailed recap for the benefit of those who could not attend TwitchCon, um, Ross and Jeff were extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> rolled many 20s. Yeah. Yes, Ross rolled a 20 in his first roll. He rolled a 20 on his last roll, and I'll talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. So what happened was the Waffle Crew with their half-orc priest of Torm, Umbril, and her goblin steward, Chumba, went upriver in their canoes. And then suddenly this spear came out of nowhere, pierced the canoe with a nat 20, uh, pierced uh, specifically Diath and Paulton's canoe, and sank it. Only later was it revealed, after much uh, failed searching that the hurler of the spear was none other than Chumba's long-lost brother, Wumba, a goblin warlock. And with Wumba and Chumba newly reunited and uh, Umbril casting a mending on the sunken canoe, the Waffle Crew continued upriver until they got to a riverside encampment that was abandoned by the Order of the Gauntlet, Umbril's order. And a search of this place found all of these dead ghoul carcasses with flies swarming over them. And you also found a bunch of graves 
that the knights had dug for their fallen brethren, with poles sticking out of them and gauntlets on top of the poles. And uh, Paulton, deciding that he didn't really want anything to do at this place, immediately put up his waffle hut and spent the rest of the episode comfortably sequestered (laughs) inside his uh, semi-opaque dome of happiness with Simon, his trusty companion, by his side. And I'm going to assume that Paulton was doing some, in addition to just playing his mandolin, was doing a little bit of craft work and fixing some straps on Simon and attaching a keg to him so he could have his walking keg back. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Good, good. Meanwhile, uh, Diaz discovered that tucked away at the back of the encampment, built into a large hill covered with vines, was an 80-foot-tall statue and there was so much vegetation over it, it was a little hard to discern, but you made out that this statue depicted a stylized man with a crocodile on his back. And that's when Wamba regaled you with a tale he heard about man and crocodile. And for the benefits of those who weren't um, at the show, this probably bears repeating, so bear with me. It's still good to hear, even if you did hear it. It was a good story. Yep. I love story time. It's Me my too. favorite. Story time. In the early days of the world, man stood by the banks of a river, frightened. Crocodile raised his head from the water and asked, What troubles you, cousin man? Man said, I must cross this river, but I fear to enter the water alone, because it teems with your brethren. Crocodile replied, It's true, you would not be safe. But I will carry you across the river safely on my back if you promise to return the favor. Man agreed, and Crocodile bore him safely across the water. When they reached the far bank, Man asked, How can I repay you? Crocodile replied, I wish to see the realm of humans, but I fear to go there alone because it teems with your brethren. You must carry me on your back across your realm. Man had been tricked but a promise is a promise, so he carried Crocodile safely on his back across the entire realm of humans, a journey that lasted many years. He also swore in his anger that never again would men and crocodiles be friends, and so it has remained to this day. And after telling this story, Strix noticed that there was a pen, an animal pen, off on one end of the camp, with a little bird running around inside it. Oh. <laughs> so she freed the little bird, which turned out to be a baby axe beak, and it went running off into the jungle, and Evelyn chased after it, falling into a trap laid by some goblins from a rival tribe. A net fell upon Evelyn. Then Strix went in on her broom after Evelyn, and a net fell on her, and suddenly they were both trapped under nets by these goblins who were literally standing on each other's shoulders like walking totem poles. Eventually, the rest of the party, sans Paulton, converged on this location, and Diath was able to slash one of the nets open with gutter, and um, I don't remember what happened to the other net, but suffice to say, the waffle crew got out, and Chumba Either and Either Umbrella or Dragon Bait got to their Dragon Bait right. let Strix okay. out because yeah. she was complaining. Right, yes. <laughs> But Chumba and Wumba, seeing goblins from a rival tribe, decided, rather than make war, let's form an alliance. And so they talked these goblins into having Strix, um, I believe. For dinner. For dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Having Strix for (laughs) dinner, specifically. Yeah. (laughs) And the other tribe was cool with this, but Evelyn, strangely, was not. 
and she tackled one of these totem poles of goblins, knocking the bottom goblin out so that the whole totem pole just fell down in a pile. Thus ended yeah. the diplomatic negotiations. Strix set off a fireball, incinerating the rest of the goblins and the little bird. Oh, and you uh. asked me too. You're like, who do you protect? And I was like, my crew, of course. And then you're no. like, the bird's dead. Never again, Chris. Now I know the trick. Yes. <laughs> and now, uh, and after that, uh, crestfallen, um, Strix handed the cooked bird to Waffles, who ate it. And it was delicious, and it was awesome, and no more bird. Um, <laughs> then Evelyn shot up into the air because the fireball seemed to have set off earth tremors, and she wanted to know where they were coming from, and it turns out those tremors were being made by a undead Tyrannosaurus Rex drawn to Sweet. your location by the blast and the big fire. And, oh gosh, uh, you tried to talk to the creature, but um, your uh, animal friendship spell did not have any effect on it because it was undead, and so it stomped after your friends and then Strix turned it into a chicken with a polymorph spell. But uh, Chumba, mistaking Dragon Bait's change of scent for a call to attack, went and struck the, the bird, and it turned back into a T-Rex, which then swallowed Chumba. Then Wumba, uh, who was invisible at the time, decided to cling onto the dinosaur's leg and uh, tried to stab it, and then he uh, folded up a little paper airplane of the will that he had made and shot it over to Diath, and it just yep. landed landed in Diath's lapel. And then, oh, let's see. Um, long story short, <laughs> uh, the dinosaur was killed by another fireball after a number of people did damage to it and whacked on it, Evelyn got her shots in. Oh, I forgot to mention, Strix made Evelyn super enlarged. So Evelyn, <laughs> it's, ten, it's foot, ten foot tall Evelyn was whacking into this T-Rex. Uh, Wumba, Which for how little Evelyn is, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, Wumba, how did, Wumba, how did you end up in its mouth? Uh, I went, to, I think the words I used were, uh, let's shadow Colossus, shadow the Colossus this bitch, and I went up to the head and went like that, and then it just immediately ate me. Right, yes, and then you went down its gullet, both Chumba and Wumba uh, uh, dying in this thing, uh, which was also spitting up zombies. This T-Rex was spitting up zombies. But Umbra was able to turn a bunch of them, Diath and Evelyn were able to smack down a bunch of them, and eventually with the fireball, the beast toppled over, at which point Dragonbait, um, or at which point Evelyn slashed it open like a tauntaun, and Dragonbait crawled inside this dead thing and pulled Chumba's lifeless corpse out so that he could be stabilized by the cleric. And then the decision was made to go back to get Wumba, who was also jammed in this thing's throat, but nobody wanted to go in, so Dragonbait sighed deeply and crawled back in to get the goblin, only to realize he rolled a nat 20 on his death save. Wumba sprung to life and crawled out through the dead Tyrannosaurus's mouth on his own, leaving Dragonbait inside, searching futilely for him. Then he took a selfie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took a selfie with my scrying orb. Right, yeah. yes. Did I miss anything? Uh, there oh, was some dabbing. You, you, you forgot <laughs> the time. some dabbing. I took another selfie when I was invisible, right. but the invisible selfie is just a photo because... <laughs> <no>. <laughs> 
Uh, All right. Look, I, w- I was playing a character that people would want to die. Unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> still got time. Still yep. got time. So we are uh, still at the encampment. Both goblins are miraculously still alive, um, defying all logic. Uh, <laughs> and you've got, you've and, got this smelly, rotting, burnt T-Rex corpse lying in the middle of the encamp. And here's another apology. Jeff isn't here. Uh, because it turns out he was really, really freaking sick during TwitchCon and just kind of toughed it out. And then as soon as we got home, I forced him to go to the emergency room because he's really freaking sick. And he was still trying to play today until like 10 minutes before this when he was feeling faint and looked very pale and I sent him to bed. So I'm sorry he's not here. So it's been a week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'd like everybody to make perception checks. Okay. Ten. Ten. Twenty-three. Twelve. Eight. Nine. All right. Dia, after the beast falls and uh, you're wondering if dragon bait's going to emerge at some point from its carcass, uh, you spot something back over toward the giant statue. Uh, You can see what appear to be two Chalton children standing on top of the dais right by one of the statue's big feet. Uh, One might be a boy, one might be a girl. Um, They're both roughly the same height. Huh. And they're wearing... That's odd. They're wearing uh, necklaces which just look like they have little shells and bones and other sort of um, totemic things stuck on them. Um, Can I discern from where I am, what exactly there is they're doing there? They're looking at you. They're both staring at you, or maybe the dead dinosaur behind you. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're definitely casting their eyes in your direction. You can see that they're both um, sort of scantily clad. They wear, um, like, uh, very little clothing, barefoot. I guess I'm more concerned where they came from than what they're doing. Don't kill them. We know your track record. Well, hey, come on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I point them out to the rest of the party. Just be like, uh... And then um, I guess I'll ask Umbral, because I feel like she would know if anything, uh, if there's like a nearby uh, encampment or city or something that these children would have came from. Not that she knows of. Um, she knows that farther up the river is where she was told the Order of the Gauntlet has set up a new camp, Camp Vengeance, but uh, she doesn't expect any children to be there. And she's right. not aware of any villages. These, these, uh, she, all she tells you is that these jungles are so overrun with undead these days that a human village wouldn't survive for long out here. What the heck? As you're watching them, D.F., and obviously Umbril is looking at where you're looking as well, the rest of the Waffle Crew seems distracted by various things. Evelyn stomping around in her big giant form and cleaning, <laughs> Still. cleaning the gore off her axe and doing her thing, and Strix is cutting some part of the dead dinosaur off, probably. Oh, for sure. Chumba and Wumba are patting each other on the shoulders. Evelyn's really enjoying being large, by the way. She's like, look how big a footprint I make. (laughs) As soon as she starts enjoying herself way too much, I dispel that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Um, Paul Tim, oh, you're are probably you right. It's best for me not to begin thinking as though I am larger than I really am, as all of us truly are very small in the ladder. What's Paulton doing? What's Paulton doing? Yeah, what's Paulton doing? So, Paulton, you've been in your Waffle Hut. Uh, when you look out through it, you can see, yeah, they took care of the dinosaur just fine. And uh, Also, you gave me the finger at one point, so I'd just like to say that was very rude, Paulton. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> They came uh, crying to you, blah, blah, let us in your hut, please, we're all going to die, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> everything's been, like, settled, and, like, yep. I'm going to dispel the hut, and I walk out, I'm just like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? <coughs> all right, DF... Oh, nothing much. Oh. <laughs> DF, you see the girl uh, climb up onto the shoulders of the boy. So now Uh-oh. they have like formed what looks like a goblin totem, like you saw before. I'm certain these are human. They they are definitely human, not goblins. Correct. And then they, uh, with the girl on the boy's back shoulders, they turn around and move away from you through some vines between the feet of the statue. Huh. It might be humans raised by goblins. Mm. I don't like it when they stack on each other like that. No, mm. me neither. Uh, did you tell us about them? Uh, did you, I, yeah, I pointed did. out to Umbral at the very least, so I imagine the rest of you kind of heard about it. Not really. Uh, I don't but recall. Okay. The rest of you, when you look, you don't see anything except two big giant stone feet on top of a dais and then some moving vines. Yeah, I must have not have noticed those vines earlier when we were inspecting the statue, so I'm going to head back that way and try to get a closer look at to where it is that they okay. went. You can see um, behind some of the vines a passageway digging deep into the hill, a tunnel going between the legs of the statue into the underground. Ooh. And you can see roots and other things breaking through the, st- the ancient stonework of this passageway. The stones are not very well fitted. The whole passage is kind of crooked and leaning, and it's about... Uh, a little less than 10 feet wide. Okay, so not naturally formed, but still quite old? That is correct. It was obviously, uh, it's a masonry construction, this tunnel, and it goes back as far as you can see. All right. Um, Yeah, I guess, again, asking Umbral, see if she knows anything. I don't know if Dragonbait can commune that she knows anything. Okay. Wamba. At this you point in time, Dragonbait's just climbing. Dragonbait's just climbing out of the throat of the dead T Rex, um, and shaking all the crap off. Uh, I... Could you like clean him up a little bit, Strix? He's kind of grossing me out. Yeah, I'll press digitation some of the grossness off of him. Just clean that off. Okay. And then pick up some of the pieces. Ew. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, well, uh... I I kind of want to see what's up with these kids. They were looking at us very intently, which makes me... Paulton's real good with kids. Maybe we could have him talk to him. No no kids for me. I'm fine. I'm him. I love kids. I, I eat them all the time. Should I see what they are? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Should all right, it's this fella. Should I should I should I roll a thing? Uh, yeah. So uh, when you peer in through the entrance, make a perception check to see if you can see him. 
Okay. You've got dark vision, so you're a little bit better yeah. at this indeed. Yeah, uh, 18. Okay, yes. You can see that they've run ahead, the little girl on the boy's shoulders, uh, about 60 feet into the tunnel, and are just kind of giggling to themselves as they sort of caper. And he's not having a whole lot of trouble carrying her, but there are a couple points where he seems to almost fall over. Mm. Um, but she's laughing and having a grand old time. And they're getting slowly further away from you. Like I said, that's probably fine. <laughs> it looks like they're having a good time, guys. I'm glad they're enjoying themselves. Best let them be on their way. Just kidding. We should probably talk. Yeah, to we them. should probably go talk to them. <laughs> 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 right, children, children. <laughs> Evelyn floats over. Okay. Uh, Evelyn will float into the place. Uh, you notice, Evelyn, it gets very dark very quickly. After about 20 feet in, there are no light sources to speak of. I'm in like a cave thing. You're in a tunnel 10 feet mm-hmm. wide that's just going deeper into the hill. Oh, this is probably fine. Strix, a lot of Lathander. Uh, no, I, th- I threw that at Strahd. Oh. What? Oh, yeah. That's gone. You know what's funny is that my boots actually uh, glow. And your boots glow? Yeah. Oh, no. They glow glow in the moonlight. There's something else I have that glows that's not in the moonlight. I keep forgetting what it is. Your personality. Aw, shucks. (laughs) Aw, shucks. no, I don't know. So never mind. I don't have any light. Well, if, if you're going in there I, and see everyone leaving, I can follow you and just hold some fire or something. Yeah. Okay. So um, Evelyn's going to float in, realize she's in total darkness, and then Strix will follow her um, with what? Uh, I think I'll just make something and set on fire. Okay. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of vegetation and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I okay. You pull out some torch. pitch and you light it. To, yeah. And dip it yeah. In I have a torch. Stick and off you go. You got a torch. Okay. Well, you, um, Strix, only get about five feet in when the floor around you crumbles away and you fall into a pit. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? God <laughs> damn it. So I, I was, I was going to go on my broom and then I was like, it's fine. <laughs> I was floating. You, that's why you did not trigger the pit. Did, uh, I, did I see this? Uh, yeah, so you see Strix okay. just... <laughs> you just hear... <laughs> I say, it's nice of you to drop in. <laughs> <laughs> Did right. I, did uh, I, hear I mean, that? I mean, that's not funny. <laughs> okay. Strix, so, are you okay? Hang on, roll damage here. <clears throat> we'll oh, see. Oh. See how okay I am. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, Strix, you take eight points of damage as you fall twenty feet to the Jesus. bottom of this pit. All right. Oh, my legs. <laughs> Do I hear all of this going down? Yes. That's probably fine. Yeah, guys, I think her legs broke her fall. Good. So what you saw, Evelyn, was basically just this light source coming toward you, and then <laughs> it fell through the floor, and it's now really dim. You just see some light coming up from a hole in the floor. And I did hear the trademark Strix. Ah! Yes. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. I've been working on it. <laughs> I, I just, I go in after. Okay. Just kind of float down, see how she's doing. Uh, yeah, she, she's picking herself up off the floor. 
I'm going to call my broom sadly. I'm like, oh, whiskey. (laughs) My broom. Um, so uh, Evelyn can help pull Strix out of the pit. Which side of the pit do you want to pull her out on? The deep side or the side the closest to The deep side. All right, so the two of you are uh, now on yeah. one side of the pit, and the rest of the Waffle crew is on the other. At this point in time, Waffles comes up behind you, Diaz, and just kind of stands there. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just kind of like give her a quick pitch. All right. I'll like give her a quick pitch, like, no, your mommy's fine. All right. <laughs> We're both our mommy! <laughs> oh my God. Are they both on the uh, other side of the pit? They are. All right. Can I can I mandolin ride and just float across? You, Guys, Diaz can't fly. Yep, you can because you have cool. your magic mandolin and you can fly. Sweet. Uh, can, can, you know, I, I have a way of flying. Hey, uh, Diaz, can you pick me up and throw me? <laughs> uh... I don't know if Dieth is strong enough for that. Hey, that's a great idea. I can come over there. I can throw you both. Dieth, I can throw you easy. No, I can I can jump it. You don't need to toss me. Yeah, it's only 10, it's 10 feet. Are you sure? 10 feet? Yeah, 10 yeah. feet is nothing. Okay. Right. I float over and I grab Wumba. Okay. And yeah. I like I like put him in a little ball. I kind of twirl him a little bit like this. Like, boom, 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 Do you do a trick? I do, I do like a dab in the air. No. <laughs> All right. And then I feel the, the, the spirits in the area get really upset. Okay. Then as, uh, just make a strength athletics check for me, Evelyn, for your goblin oh, toss. I, I, I guess I can. Thirteen? Uh, uh, Great. Yes. Wumba lands on the other side. Uh, Chumba right. is now on the, other, on the opposite side from his brother. Is not happy about that. Oh, Chumba, I forgot that you were there. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't die in that Tyrannosaurus Rex, did you? (laughs) All right, I go over and I try to grab him to throw him to. Okay, make another check. Does he let me grab him? Yep. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. That one is a 10. Okay. Uh, He lands on the other side of the pit by just basically grabbing onto the edge. <laughs> just barely makes so, it. So, Wumba, you see your brother hanging on by his stubby fingers. And scr- right. his feet scratching up against the edge of the pit, trying to gain purchase. You I'll want- float over and try to help him. Uh, Wumba- Are you going to help him, Wumba? Or do you, do you just go let your brother... <laughs> yeah. I, 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 he he kind of needs the exercise. He's been getting a bunch of ways. <laughs> Wumba will uh, successfully make a strength check, so by the time you get over to him, Evelyn, he has already managed to pull himself up. And then he he gives his brother a stern talking to. <laughs> All right, Dieth, uh backs up several feet, then gets a uh, running start to leap over the pit. Okay. So I can use my uh, second story work. Yep. So I can jump using my dexterity modifier. Yes. Uh, 17. Nice. So there's probably like a vine or something that I grab onto and like swing off of and like flip and like land on my feet on the other side. That could work. Ooh. You could also just I, like run up the wall and down the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you always look the coolest? Yeah. How do you always look, the look so cool, but yeah. you can never ever hit with your daggers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, you are. Uh, now, with the exception of Umbril, Dragonbait, and Waffles, who quite frankly are content to wait and see what happens on the other side of the pit, uh, are now all together. Yeah, Waffles, you just stay back there and stay safe with, with uh, Umbril and Dragonbait. But I want her to come along. She cannot fit in this tiny hole. Are you sure? I'm positive. Can't you make her smaller? Not long enough, no. 
Trix is right. This is more dangerous if she uh, comes along with us. The rest All right, of you waffles. wait there. Let's go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, Dia, run away Dia, now, Waffles. I'm just gonna like push Dia to the front and be like, please. Okay. Check the floor. Uh, when you <laughs> push, it. when you push DF ahead of you, um, oh, no. whirling blades come <laughs> out of the walls. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical. And slash at DF. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my god! Strict. I thought a trap. DF, make a dexterity saving throw. God All right. damn it! Uh, uh, so, Chris, would you call us a just a this is just a trap, right? This is a trap. Great! I have advantage versus traps. Excellent. Okay, the dungeon devil feet. Wow. Well, one of them is a one. Okay. <laughs> uh, you said dexterity. Bad, that, that's bad in this game. Yeah. Yeah, is it dexterity saving throw? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, 15 total. Okay, well, because of your advantage, you uh, do not get literally torn to pieces by all the mm. blades. You take a little bit of damage from some of them, a total of nine points of slashing damage, which Ooh. you cannot uncanny dodge because it's not an attack. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just a flash uh, wound. However, I do have evasion, so I take no damage on successful saving throws. Excellent. Mm. All right. Whoa. So you totally, so I'll totally. Take none, Chris Perkins. Even. <laughs> there you go. Even though Strix deliberately pushed you into the blade trap. He's like, Yeah, just right away, I'm like doing all yeah. kinds of incredible dodges. Yes, it looks glorious. And you get through it to the other side safely, and then all the scything blades just sort of retract into the walls and the ceiling. Yeah, and then as soon as it's done, I like Dia just like gives Strix that look of. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn claps for him. Strix is just now behind Sorry. you, DF, you can see that there are some cobwebs sort of blocking the passage, but there's like a... Um, through them, you can make out what looks like that the passage eventually is going to come to a high ledge. It looks like a wall at first, but then you can see there's a gap above it, so it's just a ledge. Okay. Uh, do I still see the kid at this point? Um, make a perception check. Okay. I'm just not moving. I'm just standing <laughs> like this, yeah. not touching anything. Uh, perception 13. So, you do see the kids. They are on top of the ledge. And, Fuck, they're fast. Um, <laughs> the le- since the ledge is higher than they both are, that's, they must have like some, done some sort of acrobatics to get up there. And yeah. they're just sort of watching you at the top of the ledge. But the other thing you notice with your 13 is that the cobwebs between you and them have not been disturbed. What? Oh, no! What? Great! Cool. Good. So the scything blades I just went through, yeah. uh, th- are they like, did they finish up or did they reset? They, they have finished and gone back into the walls. Okay. Uh, am I doing, having the knowledge that I have, am I convinced that they are, can still be triggered? Yes. Balls. Mm. Okay. So before I even mess with any of the, whatever ghost kids we're dealing with, uh, I'm going to start figuring out whatever I need to do to disable Scything blades, traps, and potentially everything in ooh, front of us. Ooh, I have yes, an idea. Evelyn, what? Thank you for calling on me. Uh, uh, <laughs> what if we set it off and then I try casting Nature's Wrath and just wrap some vines around them? That could work. Just hold them in place. Wouldn't that just cut through the vines? I mean, I don't know. Well, let me. I let mean, me if Lathander wills it, it will. Let me let me try this first. Uh, am I able to uh, locate whatever it is that uh, sets these off? Button pressure plate. 
Hmm. Um, Vine, whatever. Make a perception check. All right. Oh, net 20! Oh, okay. Wow! Thanks for bringing us some luck, Ross. Yeah. (laughs) That is some good luck. We don't usually do that. Yep. So with that roll, you can ascertain that there doesn't seem to be any mechanical trigger for this trap, suggesting that there's some magic involved, that somehow it can sense magically the passage of creatures between the blades. Well, that's simple. Just cast them to spell magic. Doesn't someone know how to do that? I do. Uh... I don't think you do, Ross. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, Wumba. Thank you. I tried. Wumba looks at his book and he's just like, duh. <laughs> I skipped out on that class. You just you just went to human eating 101. Yeah. All right. Um, but, DF, you think that it might be possible because you can actually see the slats that these blades come out of that you can try to manually jam them with something. Like okay. stuff something in them so that they can't pop out. Yeah. Uh, if there's like nearby like rocks or stone or anything, we can use that. Uh, whatever remainder we have of Mordenkainen's pole, we could use. Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> I mean, okay. it did end up coming in handy, I guess. Thanks, Mordenkainen. Yeah. You uh, you can essentially break the pole into pieces and jam <laughs> the pieces of the pole into the slats to block them. Yeah. All right. Just make a. You're going to do this work, DF, because you're the master trap. Wizard. Yay. Uh, but uh, just make a strength check for me to see how well you jam, oh. jam them in there. <laughs> you don't think you don't think you don't think this is hard, but okay. Well, while he's uh, working on that, yeah. can I just dimension door to where he is? You sure can. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> also, how's your how's your hand doing? Is how's your your hand friend, Andrew? How how is he doing? Is he chilling? Uh yeah. He's just chilling. Okay. He's chilling. I hate it. I just thought I'd share that with you. It's like, well, you know what? It takes offense to that. Yes. Does it? Uh, I, I'm roll. actually not sure. <laughs> roll 11 on the strength check. Okay, you believe you have done a good job. Okay, good. All right, should be safe to pass through, gang. I yeah, go for it. Cloud because F that. Okay. Strix, I put... You... Uh, oh, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. I put Chumba and Wumba like protectively right behind me, like I'm mom dual mom arming them. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, all right now, boys, let's go. And I start just like mom cautiously, arming. yeah, cautiously stepping forward. I accidentally okay. call you mom. <laughs> <laughs> I pat you lovingly on the head. <laughs> that okay. brings a nice rosy grin to Evelyn's face. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Strix, you pass through as a cloud, and you can hear the trap <laughs> making noises like it wants to, to shred through you, but it's too jammed up to move, and you get through just fine. And Evelyn, the same thing happens as you stride forth with the with the goblins by the hand. Um, the trap wants to just rip you to smithereens, but it can't because DF has bunged it up. Evelyn whispers like a nice, encouraging little sermon at them as they're going. She's like, Lathander keeps us safe in his holy life. Just like when Dieth put those poles in there to keep evil from us, Lathander also keeps evil from us by bathing us in his holy... Blah, 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 blah. The cloud, the cloud Strix is covering her ears. <laughs> Alrighty. Do, 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 do. Okay, um... You all get past the scything blades, and ahead you see 
that it comes to a wall that's about seven feet high, and then there's a ledge on top of it, and the tunnel continues up now at a higher altitude beyond that. So uh, climbing the ledge would be your next challenge. The children that are at the top of the ledge, you see them, and then the little girl climbs up onto the shoulders and back of the little boy, turns and disappears further down the tunnel. Wait, come back! Do you and want... Do you can hear them just sort of laughing playfully at one another. I hate what's, this. What's nope. so funny? Tell us the joke. If you I, don't want another joke. No. The joke is that we, we got in here. That's the joke. I think we're, I think <laughs> we're yeah. the punchline. Can I no. do an arcana check on these kids to see if maybe they're an illusion? Sure. All right. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I rolled a two. I don't know. Even with my plus like seven or eight, I don't know. No worries. Now, climbing up to the ledge is no big deal for you guys. You can just sort of alley-oop each other up. All right. Mm-hmm. Pull the last person up. That's not a big deal. Um, you can hear waffles back at the entrance. Just mm-hmm. And her, her sort of it's haunting. Okay, baby. Her haunting who comes down the passageway. And uh, once you're on top of the ledge, you can see that the tunnel continues on for another 20 feet, and then there's another ledge, and on that second ledge is a door. Guess we better open and go through that. Yep. The children have gotten, by the time you pull yourself up, the children have gotten to that ledge. Uh, The little boy just sort of tosses the little girl up a few feet so she can grab on the ledge. She scampers up. She then leans down, extends her hands, the boy jumps up, she grabs him by the hands, and they pull each other up to the higher ledge. How far are they, roughly, from us? 20 feet. Could I try to fairy fire them? Do, 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 yes. I think you can do one of them. Okay, yeah. I think it's a single creature. If these are, in fact, creatures. Uh, I thought it was well, actually, okay. yeah, any creature in the area... Actually, no, you can cast it on the area and get them both mm. if they fail yeah. their dexterity saving throws. Okay. So, um, both of them are outlined in a color of your choice, blue, green, or violet. Uh, let's go violet. Okay. Ooh, nice mm. choice. Nice, nice choice. choice. Yeah, good yeah. choice. Good choice. Good choice. I'll thank you. <laughs> the nice shade for little ghost children. Compliment. It's and, like, uh, they seem to have right, noticed. Guys, they're, yep. they're, they're real. They're there. Yeah, they're, they're both aglow. They kind of look at each other up and down to see that they're both glowing and they kind of giggle at one another. And somehow I made them creepier. <laughs> I think they look just beautiful, and I bet they have all sorts of wonderful stories to tell us that'll make us laugh just like them. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm still a cloud, so I just I just hover next to you and judge you. <laughs> Strix, I feel you doing that. <laughs> uh, I'll continue pressing forward, actively looking for traps this entire time. Yep, make one more perception check. All right. Uh, 13. Uh, you don't mm. find any traps as you make your way forward. There's a lot of sort of filth and dirt and mud and stuff around you, and the, the right. walls are kind of leaning in at, at strange angles. This place is not held up over time very well. But you do make it all the way to the ledge, 
And again, it's another little bit of a leap for you to get to the higher ledge and then the doors at the back of the ledge. Hmm. Could, could, could I use uh, at that dark point, vision? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, do you need to roll for that? Uh, do I need to roll for it? I'm sorry. I don't know what dark vision does. Your dark vision is always on. It lets you see. Oh, it's dark. always on. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're good. So uh, you oh, can nice. see most clearly hmm. of all you and Strix as the children when DF gets that close to them. Oh, great. They walk through the door. Oh, come on. Like, did they open it or just walk through they it? They just walk through it like they're ghosts. Uh, that's not how you use a door at all. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. Hate this. Uh, I can cloud up and kind of just try and get through and peek. Just peek a little that sounds through good. the door. Okay. That sounds good. Yep. Okay. I'll kind of like shake my arms at Diaz. Like, I'm going to try and peek through the door. Yeah. I understand exactly what her frantic motions mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Strix, in your gaseous form, you think you can... There's no keyhole or anything on the door, it's just sealed, but there are, it's not a perfect seal, so you can basically right. slip through it or under it or over it. And uh, with your dark vision, you see beyond the door is a short little hallway, but then it opens into what appears to be a very large room illuminated by slivers of sunlight coming down from some unknown place high above. Ooh. It feels like... Beyond this door, you've just entered a cobweb-infested vault. Oh. Oh. The most dominant feature you see ahead is what appears to be a pillar of stone going up as high as you can see, and a narrow Mm. stone staircase winding up the outside of it. Whoa. So I'm guessing there's something on this pillar. And you see the kids, um, again, the girl on the back, on the shoulders of the boy, going up those stairs. And oh, laughing. interesting. Uh, when I'm under through the door, is there any sort of mechanism or something I could see that would open the door from the other side? Uh, do, 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 do. Yes. There is Great. a Great. Um, can I do a perception check to see if there's any traps that are going to kill me if I touch it? <laughs> uh, you, you can't actually search for traps. Oh. <laughs> you are incapable of even looking oh. for them. Great. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right, well, if that's going to open the door, then I guess I will find a place, uh, some place that looks, I don't know, innocuous. Like, maybe there's not a... Mm-hmm. And, oh, did I bring... I did bring my broom with me, didn't I? But it's probably on... Oh, it's on the other side. It's not with me. What am I doing? Um, okay, I will uncloud then and use my mage hand far away from me to push the thing by the door. Okay. The mage hand is not strong enough to move. Damn it, damn it! (laughs) Oh no. Can I use a stick? (laughs) We just broke that pole up in a whole bunch of pieces. Murdy Curdy be so mad. Uh, Yeah, if you're solid, you can try. Well, hmm. the door pulls in on your side. So you've got to pull it open. Uh, Oh, okay. I can use a stick to do that. That's, that's, all right. Uh, I'm gonna cast, okay, mage armor on myself. Uh, and then Death Ward on myself. <laughs> could, could my, really well, quick, could I my, got okay. This. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, if we need a hand to try and get up there, got one of those. Oh, that's true. But he's on, he's on, you guys are on the other side of the door. Oh, that's right. Yep. 
Um, Sorry, right, I put, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. I just. I just. I'll do it. Okay, you're going to pull open the door. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. And you, I'm like, hold on. The rest of you see the door open, and Strix standing on the far side. Looking real scared. At this point, I'm Diaz. You're right below the door, up against the ledge. The rest of the yeah. party is still twenty feet back from you. <clears throat> uh, Standing at the top of the other ledge. I'm sure it's fine. Check for traps. I literally can't do that. <laughs> uh, I'll like, I'll like hop up, and yep. like pull myself up, and yep. uh, do another once over. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Hey, it's a good one. 26. Oh, yes, you can see on the frame of the door a tiny glyph. Uh. That looks like that glyph could go off if somebody passes through the door. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, so like, I put a hand up to like stop Strix from like moving forward or anything. I'm just then- like, I'm <laughs> and then I'll point to the glyph because mm-hmm. this this is like a this is like a, a magical infusion. I don't yes. I don't really have a way of dealing with this, do I? You do. You think you could try to disarm the glyph just by sort of disfiguring it, um, but oh, doing okay. doing so without triggering it will require a dexterity check and your thieves' tools. You okay. got this. Stretch back up. I back up. You were made for this. You got this. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull out like a knife, twirl it real quick, and go in. Halton, can you play a song for him? Scratch it up real fast. Oh man, boy, can I? <laughs> Please, <laughs> I do. Okay. Really helpful. All right. Uh, so he gives you inspiration, so you get a D eight on top of your. Yes. Which, uh, which instrument? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, maracas. All right. <laughs> They're really That's perfect Texas for the moment, you. yeah. As a little shimmy do his, his picking. <laughs> Just a little like shh. I mean, like, are you getting more. like really close to him too while he's doing it? <laughs> I'm like right behind him, just like. <laughs> it's more distracting than inspiring. <laughs> I didn't know you even had maracas. This is a new one. All right, so it's just a... Dexterity check. Dexterity? Okay. I do have expertise in thieves' tools. I put one of my thieving, uh, thief expertise abilities in thieves' tools. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, Let me math. All right, so with uh, Paulton's inspiration, 22. All right, you disable the glyph. Yay! Oh. Yay! Teamwork! That's the second time I clapped for Diaz today. <laughs> we just I did some like real an teamwork. With it, just like a <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. And then I'll like wave the rest of the crew up forward. Okay, you guys all advance. You pull yourselves up the ledge so that you're all kind of now in the doorway and pushing into the vault. Closer inspection of the vault reveals that um, this wide square room. Uh, filled with cobwebs, that central pillar does not go all the way up to the ceiling. Um, It stops just short. Uh, And uh, it's about, the room is about 40 feet high. The pillar is 30 feet high. And like I said, it has that narrow staircase spiraling up the outside of it all the way to the top. 
Uh, in addition to the webs, uh, you can see the floor is covered with dust, and there are what appear to be dinosaur bones littering it. Whoa. The two children are right at the top of the pillar, kind of peering down at you, and the little girl's like... (laughs) Do you think they had something Uh to do with the zombie? Zombie T-Rex? And then they just sort of scuttle out of view. Mm. I'm sure they just really want to show us something real cool, and that's why they keep teasing us in here. Evelyn, want to go look at what that is? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Evelyn just goes up I'm, and follows him. I, I want to follow too. Okay, Evelyn and Wumba go forward. <laughs> Evelyn flies up and Wumba just starts going up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, wait, no! And I'll just like cloud after, well, oh no, I'm not a cloud anymore, never mind. Yeah. But I do when, have my broom, so. Yeah. When Evelyn sees Wumba kind of like struggling up the stairs, she reaches back and like grabs his little hand like a mom too, and like ha- dra- like half helping him up the stairs. She's not like lifting him, but you know how when like a kid is going way slower than an mm-hmm. adult and they're like dragging them <laughs> along behind them. So he's like skipping a stair or two, and she's like, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. So Wumba's like going up the stairs, but you're like yeah. floating off to the side as you both kind of... Yeah, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. She doesn't want to leave him behind. Uh, I'd like everybody to make perception checks. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nat- natural, natural 20. Ooh, oh, cool. All right. Are you serious? Yeah, look, I mean... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Proof. Um, I got a... a 20 with my, oh, dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> I got a dirty 22. All right. Dirty 20. Not 22, 20 as well. Okay. Yes. Anybody else? Eight. <laughs> so this is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but I got a one. Oh. <laughs> Wholly uncharacteristic of DS. <laughs> All right, I'll roll for you, Chumba as you've well. You've done a lot already. You're just okay. feeling, you know. Chumba rolled a six, but he, yeah. Strix and Evelyn and Wumba. As you begin to, as Wumba begins to go up the stairs, uh, you notice one other feature on the pillar that's not readily visible because the pillar is so dusty and there are cobwebs. Uh, But you can see carved up the pillar, sort of following the path of the staircase, are carvings of a man carrying a crocodile (gasps) on his back. I know this story! Wumba, have you heard this story? It's real yeah, great. It's I was the one that I was the one that told you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm so glad that our friendship means something. Uh, at that point, Wumba steps on the third step and sets off a glyph trap, and you see a spurt of lightning erupt from the pillar and electrocute him. <laughs> there no! it is. So, I'm holding his little hand. Do I get right. electrocuted? Yes. No! <laughs> Only because you're wearing metal armor. Um, <laughs> does your aura help? Uh, so oh yeah, oh yeah. Your aura does help. So he gets what advantage on his saving throws? Is that right? Yeah, he gets a bonus oh, equal bonus. to his. Oh no, to my charisma modifier. So he gets four bonus. All right. So Wumba, I need you five to make five bonus. Five bonus. Wumba. Did I say five? Five. Bonus? Okay. So I Wumba, okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, and what that is is a d20 okay. plus your dexterity bonus, which is plus three. Okay, yep, I see that. Plus okay, another five, because you've got the paladin looking out for you. <sighs> Come on. Come on, baby. Come on, get Don't wasted. Die. Oh, it fell off, it's the floor. <laughs> uh, I'm not even joking, it landed on 20. Ah! Oh, All right. This. 
are you? Get out. I don't, I don't know. You, you're so, not allowed to play with us anymore. As the lightning erupts around Wumba, he dodges um, part of it and only takes half damage. So Wumba, you take 11 points of damage. Ow. Reducing you I to two. I like to think two. that, that like... Two. There's no wall on this spiral staircase, right? It's like no. open yeah. air on one side. I like to think that he like dodges like ooh, like slow-mo <laughs> off the side and Evelyn like pull, like has his hand and he just like rotates around Evelyn and back on. All right. <laughs> because, yeah, cool. that's that's awesome. Cool. And because cool. he saved his saving yeah. throw, I'm going to say the current did not get through to you, Evelyn. Um, Sweet. He was able to leap off in time. And you pull him back onto the staircase and he yeah. just sort of lands on the next we step. We just do a really cool combo move. All right. Yes, so after the flash of electricity, there's just like a little cloud hanging in the air, and Wumba is a couple steps higher than he was before. Ha! Watch out for there's a lightning thing here. Yeah, I could use a Band-Aid. I don't know if that helps lightning injuries, but... I'll just zoom up on my broom and just be like, I'm... Are these goblins immortal? I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) When Evelyn says, here's that he could use a Band-Aid, she's like, oh, here, let me help you. And she's already holding his hand, so she lays on hands for like... I don't know, how many hit points does a little goblin have? 13. <laughs> how many do you need? 13? All of, I have two yeah. right now. I want all she of goes, them. She goes, and buzzes 11 hit points into all him right. with Leon here. You're back up to full. And there are only... See, that, that, that comes straight from Lathander. You know that god I told you about? He's look, real nice. I'm Morning still, it came I'm straight s- from him. I'm, I'm still about Dendar the Night Serpent. <laughs> you can't change that. Well, I, I, won't, I don't preach my know. religion all the time to you, and you just won't shut up about it. I just can't help it. I'm just so in love with the holy light of Lathander that shines down around all of us and comes through our souls and helps us relate to each other and have beautiful, so wonderful moments like So after the glyph like had like set off and I saw like the sparks and stuff happen, yeah. uh, I'll start making my way up around the stairs to that area. Okay. And immediately like looking for the glyph to see if it was like a one-time ignition or, or if I needed to disfigure it again or whatever. And I'll just be on my broom and just zoom up next to Evelyn. It looks like that glyph, if it was there, is gone now. Oh, good work, Wumba. (laughs) You did it. Thank you. All right, so as before, continue on. Sure. Yep. All right. I'll go first. Yeah, please. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You two flood off to the side. Wumba, stay behind me. Paul, you want to come up on this too? Look, we're doing just fine. So Dieth is taking the lead up the staircase. Dieth, as you go, you pass by all these images of the man with the crocodile on his back, <clears throat> climbing step uh-huh. after step after step. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 23. You see another glyph on the 10th step. They're everywhere. They're freaking everywhere. All right, I'll, I'll start like, wait. Can we just very carefully step over it? Or is this one of the things where I think just passing it will like set it off? You're not mm-hmm. sure. You All can right. try to step I'll over s- it. I'll scratch it off. No. Okay. No. I'll scratch it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he almost got you. <laughs> uh, guys, I think I have an idea. Maybe if one of you gives me a piggyback, I might not get that tired. <laughs> well, I would give you a piggyback, but then I couldn't fly very well. You don't fly that well anyway. <gasps> I guess you're right. None of us really do anything well compared to the holy majesty of you our started Lord Lathander. Nah, man, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to give them a piggyback ride? Is anyone uh, going to give me a piggyback ride? You can get uh, on well, my broom. You probably like don't the, weigh like, that much. Like the tale, the story. I refuse. 
I'm, 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 a kids. I'm a little drunk, but I mean, all right, let's hey, do it. Man. Let's right. go, buddy. Let's combine into one bigger person. Wumba will climb yeah. onto Paulton's shoulders. And as Diaz is scratching away at the glyph, Paulton runs up the stairs. <laughs> uh, Diaz, just make a, make a roll for your glyph, Diaz. This is another dexterity. Yeah, 21. Okay, you, you managed to scratch it out. And uh, Paulton and Wumba, you get all the way up safely. Wait, nice. we just need to be on someone's shoulders? <gasps> we... Wait, where's where's Chumba? Do you put Chumba on your shoulders? Chumba's not going on my back. Just do it. I'm not putting Chumba on my back. Do no, it, man. It's a good workout. Clearly it's... getting past all these things just fine without it. Dia, that's going to take hours. Just put Chumba on your back. Now. Paulton and Wumba, <laughs> you're at the top of the pillar. You see the kids aren't there. Um, there is light coming through what appears to be a hole in the roof in the vault. The, the, the roof vault is actually worked stone with mortared bricks um, set into it. And it hasn't held up well over the years. There are roots breaking through and other things, but there is a hole in it enough that light seems to shine right down onto the top of this pillar. And you realize you're standing on this circle of stone that has under the dust some sort of symbol. This is so cool. Do you think there's like a special crocodile ritual that happens here? <laughs> mm. Maybe we all need to get on each other's shoulders and create a tower. Well, I'm going to yell at Diaz one last time and be like, put Chumba on your shoulders! And then just go up to the top and mm-hmm. press digitation the dust away. Oh, I'm alone. Good sound effect. All, all, of right, the, yeah. all of the dust blows off and you see it is a symbol of the sun. Oh. Never right. mind, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll kneel down and lift Chumba on. It's not like a very good piggyback. Like it's not like up on the shoulders. It's more like like hands around like the shoulders uh-huh. and like <laughs> legs around the waist because I can't quite like hoist him up on uh, top of me like that. Oh, he'll try to climb right up on top of you. He can do that. He's strong. All right. He'll, he'll climb right up on your shoulders, and you can walk up the stairs with him. It's a little awkward, but uh, you're able right. to get up without any injury. Great. You even pass by, you know, a glyph or two, and it doesn't seem to set them off. I guess we just didn't need you to do all that work, Dia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Evelyn, look at the sun thing. That's your job. That's the one that I don't understand. Yeah, you see. I look at it. What dust. do I see? All right. Um, so it's actually, now that you're all up here, it's kind of crowded because the, the, the <laughs> top of the pillar is only about, you know, five feet in diameter. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll look from the stairs. Okay. And uh, Chumba will too. And then. Uh, I'm but, flying. Okay. Uh, Evelyn, you can see that there is a central circle, which is sort of an orangey color, and then there are all these radiating triangles forming the rays that go out to the edge, and they're sort of a more of a, a yellowish color, and there are grooves sort of carving the sun symbol out. You think that this is some sort of ancient symbol or insignia, possibly to a sun god. I love Sun God. I spit on it. Yeah, you think? <gasps> oh, you see one more spit land on the sun. 
no, 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 no. She takes him and like Get bops him. his nose. Like, no, 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 no spitting on holy symbols. That's the way to earn the ire of a great and mighty powerful being. Get and it's him. very disrespectful. Dender told me to do it. Well, Dender is not a very good influence. I don't think you should spend much more time with Dender. That's not what Dender said. We, uh, do I look like I care what Dender thinks? If Dender told you to walk off this pillar, would you do it right now? Yeah, because it'd be rad. <laughs> Dender says walk off this pillar rad. right now. Okay. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I, I, I walk. I start to walk off the pillar, and just as I'm walking past, I, I crush punch Dieth in the dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, just making it. Just misbehaving all over the place. Make an attack um, roll against okay, the pillar. There no, twelve. <laughs> you you. I, <laughs> Dieth, you see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah. Yeah. I do that thing where like, yeah, you put your, like, your hand over your nuts and do like yeah. that body sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. like, eh. Your fist looks, catches air. Yeah, it looks like you're used to getting punched in the balls. <laughs> uh, Metaphorically, I'm yeah. going to stop anyone from walking off the thing and just put like float my broom down, just put my hand out and be like, okay. I don't, just stop this. Like what? Evelyn, <laughs> young, you can sense young the Young man, power. we will talk about this later. You can sense the power in this place, Evelyn. This is a this is a huge um, sort of tug for you. This this symbol. You feel like it was put here for a reason, uh, and it has some sort of magical property. Can I? Should I roll a religion check to see if I know what that magical property is? Sure. Mm. Ten. You don't know. You could like bless it or something. You I could ask your God or whatever. I mean, I will go and I just kind of like, I was going to go stand on it or sit on it, but then I'm kind of like worried about that. So I hover right over the middle of it with my boots mm-hmm. and I say, Oh, sweet, holy Lord of the morning, bless your servant in this, her moment of uncertainty with the knowledge of how you would wish us to use this great power in reflection of your holy name. I pressed, I pressed it into the, the, the spit away as she's doing that. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, you get rid of the spit. Okay. Um, a, uh, the circle in the center of the sun seems to... Uh, sink down into the stone and <gasps> sunlight <laughs> begins to spill up all around Evelyn until she's just completely illuminated and the light is flashing off her, her golden boots and kind of razzle-dazzling mm. all around the room. Guys, I, I, I think my spit did it. <laughs> when she's like, it worked, Strix is like, yeah. it worked! And, and, she, and she sort of does this little twirl over the, exactly. over the light of the sun coming up out of the pillar. And an instant later, you see that, that sort of sunken part in the center of the sun start to come back up again, and the light begin to dim, but now there's something resting on top of it. It's a present from Lathander! <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that uh, it is a scintillating flask of sunlight liquid. I grab it. No! <laughs> 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 All right, Wumba's got the flask of sunlight. Uh, is Evelyn, it a chalice Evelyn, or is it a flask? 
It is, it is a delicate sort of crystalline flask with this radiant liquid just right. pouring light out from it. Weird Evelyn thing. grabs his little wrists. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Yeah, just, just let her have it. We won't hear the end of it, please. I got something better for you. I'll pull up the raptor crawl claw. Say, no, you know what? I'll, I'll give it to you if you say, uh, uh, <laughs> say Dendar is cool. Dendar is <laughs> great. <laughs> I try to snatch it from him. Actually, I don't. She just shakes his little wrist. She doesn't want anything to happen to it. Oh, 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 I almost dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. Say Dendar is good. Dendar is great. No. Dendar, help. I got a goblin on my back. (laughs) Do it. I'll drop it. No, it's fine. You just, it's, because he's, he, I'm imagining that there's the floor and he has his little hands on it on the floor, and I'm just kind of like pinning his little wrist down to the floor. Is what I will imagine. smash this. Say Dendar is great. I'm very strong. You cannot move. Look, your... this hurts. I'm level two. <laughs> Look, I don't want to. I don't want to sit on you, but I will. I will wrap my legs around your little body, and I will keep you still until you calm down. I'm okay with all that. Oh God! I want to leave. <laughs> all right, Halton's just. <laughs> this is a gift from the holy morning lord i just don't want any evil to come to it it's not mine it doesn't belong to any of us i spit it on it to- i spit on it <laughs> and then i give it back to you what i say whatever evelyn like very gingerly wipes no no i'll get i'll take it off for you it's fine don't touch it it's, oh, thank it's you. gone it's gone Okay, now Evelyn's holding it like this and just like the, the light is like radiating onto her face like a if she could cry, a little single tear would, would roll down her face, but it doesn't, so her eyes just get wider and wider and wider, her big construct eyes. Uh, does she know anything about what this is? Can I roll another religion check? Apparently it's heroin. <laughs> sure. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to keep rolling the exact same thing over and over again. Did you get another five? It's it was a six, same as last time, so okay. ten. I'm going to do a religion check because I'm scared of it working. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Evelyn, you're at a That's loss. That's much better better. Twenty-seven. <gasps> oh, what? You know more about the sunlight flash than I do? All right. Yes. I do. <laughs> Strix, you just sort of hover next to Evelyn as she cradles the flask gently, and you just sort of stare at it and take a good look at it and think long and hard about what it could be. You do believe that it is it is a very, very potent magical elixir. You also sense, um, although you'd love to be able to do further tests on it, but you, you sense that it has incredible transformative ability. Oh, interesting. Do you want to pour it on something? No, it this sounds, has to- I think this has some sort of transformative ability. Maybe Lathander gave you a present so that you don't have to be a robot anymore. Oh, no, he wouldn't give this for me. He wants us to take it and use it for good for someone else. It's for you. Just drink it. Pour it on me. Pour it on me. No, I don't Uh, think it's for you either. It's definitely not for him. (laughs) I don't think so. I think you're fine. I'd probably just burst into flames. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Dendar takes real good care of you. Trust me. Lathander hasn't given evil in anything. <laughs> he, no gives offense me, to him. he gives me eternal Just, love and support, which is all I need. So here, it's not poison. It's for you. So you should drink it. How do you know it's for me? 
because it's not for any of us because we don't care about Lathander. Well, I've, there's plenty of things we get and we carry with us until we need to use them on someone else. I can't just like gobble this. Don't gift make from me a, force it in your mouth when you're, you're the asleep. only one who could have summoned it forth. Don't make me force it into your mouth. You know, I'm not joking. Evelyn looks very torn because she really doesn't believe this is for her, but Strix, she wants to make Strix happy. Mm-hmm. And you just like dip your finger in it and like rub a little on yourself, see if it does anything or I don't. I mean. Is there a way to test it? Yeah, stick your finger in it. <laughs> I grab her hand and like put hmm. her finger into it. <laughs> Like, I, here you go. I'm just going to do it for her. I'm like, kind of like resisting it, but then I'm like, I suppose, I suppose it's a good idea to test and see what happens before we pour it on someone else. And I let her dip my little finger in it. All right. Um, your finger just barely fits down into the neck of the flask, uh, and you're, you sort of dip your little woody finger into there, and you, you dap the liquid. Uh, Nothing happens. You think that it needs to be imbibed. See, you have to drink it. Then drink it! I take, I take the little tiny bit that's on my finger and go, See, I tried it! Chris <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is like, why? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I run up and suck her finger. Ew, uh, <laughs> I kick you away. All right. Did I get it? Did I do it? <laughs> so gross. Uh, yeah, but only 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 after she sort of tried to lick it off herself. Um, go so hang yes. out with Paulton. Go. You do suck her finger. Um, yes. And uh, yeah. gain gain no benefits other than Stop. annoying Being her. Being a weirdo. You get a splinter. <laughs> you get a splinter in your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you think you'll have to drink the whole thing? Do it. Aww. Do it! Yeah, what's the worst? Actually, yeah, go for it. Yeah, whatever, who cares? Just drink it. Listen, Evelyn, we have evil souls in us. I think you can drink something that was given to you from Lathander. Well, maybe you guys need to drink it then. No, if you we don't. Souls oh, yeah. in you. Maybe that's what the tr- tr- transformative power is. Paulton, Paulton, can you uh, do us a favor here? Do your mind thing and get her to drink it. Cool. Mind um, thing? Um, Paulton, do a bad. Can I? Can I? Can I make a persuasion? <laughs> no, you have magic. Use your magic. <laughs> I'm more persuasive. He would never cast spell on me to make me do something I didn't want to do. He is above that, Strix. And I, you are too. I, I, I lean over and like a bad influence is like it'd be pretty funny though. You should you should definitely do it. <laughs> it's like yeah, I know. I'm just gonna see it anyway. Mm. I'm just like you know what? I think you should do it. That is my persuasion. <laughs> All right, what do you roll? We're opposing persuasion checks. Or what, what would I do? Okay. Is what, that what's is happening, will? Chris Perkins? Uh, <laughs> technically, you you can't really persuade another player character to do something they don't want to do. So, but you can just explain in words what you want her to do, and then Anna will decide if he wants to do it. I well, think I that because your whole party thinks that you should do this thing. That means it's a thing that you should do. Yeah, give in to peer pressure. Whoa, now, all right. Um. (laughs) Paulton, you you saw what happened when I saw Lathander last time, and you know of all people that he probably wouldn't be sending this for me. He doesn't want anything to do with me. Evelyn, I don't think there's anyone else who could have brought that forth. 
Who knows, no. who knows how long it's been here. It's been waiting for a single purpose. And in that entire time, no one else has obtained it until you. He's, he's got a point. Now, I don't necessarily say you have to drink it now, but I do think this is for you. Evelyn kind of looks up. She kind of like looks at Strix and Paulton to see if they're going to add anything. Strix just looks at her and is like, you really, I mean, wouldn't you offend him more if you turned down his gifts? Evelyn looks very scared by this. She kind of looks at the flask. She looks at Paulton. She looks at Chumba and Wumba. (laughs) 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 And then she just kind of like nods at Dieth like in thanks. And then she drinks it. All right. Uh, the luminous substance courses down Evelyn's throat, and an instant later, after the flask is completely drained, you see the, the light just seem to swell around her, and then she's gone. <gasps> no! <gasps> well, should have cast Deathboard. Should have crushed it, should have thrown it. Evelyn, are you still here? Oh. The, not no. even the flask is around. She's she's just been completely lost in the sunlight. Uh, oh, I, I I cast. Uh, I thought for sure it was gonna fix something. <laughs> it's like um, it, it's like it turned her like, into a burst of sunlight, and then she was gone. It's like fuck. Okay, uh, who's got who's got a raven costume? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cast that thing that makes me go invisible. <laughs> Can I do that? That thing that makes you go invisible. What was that? Um, uh, the armor. Oh, the armor of shadows. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, no. Um, that's your mage armor. How did you turn invisible? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. Did you just... I, I, no, I didn't. Oh yeah, armor of shadows. Yeah, okay. there it is. All right. Uh, you, and then I go. Yes. I say I'm vanished too, and then I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very good. Hmm. <laughs> it was transformative properties. Not teleportation properties. I start thinking like I'm wrong. Like sure I thought I was right? right. I thought I was right. I know magic. So uh, I'm gonna put Chumba down. Okay. And then I'll kind of go to where Evelyn was and kind of like reach out for her to see if like she's still like physically here or not. Okay. And then like also check like the dusty uh, top to see like maybe her foot is still her footprints are still there or whatever. Or just look for anything. Okay. Um, as you begin to search. The room begins to tremble. (laughs) And the pillar, you can hear it sort of cracking a little bit under your weight, and then bits of the ceiling, the blocks start to fall away. Like the whole ceiling is coming down. Oh, no. One of those blocks just goes (laughs) and crashes down next Uh, to you, Dieth. Paulson, can you cast fly on Dieth? Can I? Uh, you've already used it today. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're not like you're not like me. You don't have my magic. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Uh, okay, uh, I will. I will cloud. I will cloud Paulson and and, and Diaz. No, that'll just make us slower. Yeah, but you won't get crushed. Yeah, we still have woman Chumba to get out of here. Well, yes, that's true. Chumba, I mean, back on the do back. you? 
<laughs> I mean, do you? Let's all roll initiative, shall we? Except for oh, Evelyn. No. Except for Evelyn. I thought this was going to be cool. Like Indiana uh, Jones and then... Dude, I have actually a whole email prepped that I was going to send to Chris of Evelyn's backstory for, before this episode. And I was like, I want to go over it one more time before I send it to him. And now, like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I got, a fif- I got a 15. All right. So one got 15 on initiative. Paul 12. Oh, sorry. DF got 12. Paulton. A lot of these happening today. Come on, Yay! Just giving you all that luck. Uh, 14. 14. You know, you always roll 20s when Evelyn's in trouble, Nate, so you're welcome. (laughs) Chumba rolled a 10. Oh, character. (laughs) All right, so, Paulton, you're actually the first to go as the room begins to tremble all around you. It looks like Strix means to cast a spell on you. What do you do? Uh... Like shit. Okay, uh, d- do the thing, and then then we'll do a leaf, and I will wait for the spell to be cast upon my body. All right, <laughs> uh, Wamba. Yeah. As the ceiling falls down around you, oh, what do you on. do? Oh, not die. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm so. Let me just get the lay of the land. We're on top of this pillar thing, thirty feet high. The floor is thirty feet below okay. you, covered with dinosaur bones. There's one exit from the room, and that's the way you came. Hmm. And the distance between us and the door is is thirty feet down, and then ten feet off. Okay. All right. Um, there is stairs wrapping around the pillar, but you know that that's okay. okay. So I've got to get down. Ideally, yes. Okay. So here's my plan. I'm pretty small, pretty mm-hmm. light, right? True. Yeah, you're about fifty. So pounds. I'm gonna grab. I've got a blanket in my inventory. Okay. And I'm gonna grab uh, both corners with two of my hands, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I'm going to just, you know, there's a little bit of, is there a bit of wind? Can I feel anything? Nothing. Hmm. Well, guys, at least we're going to die nice and warm and cool with a blanket. Um, <laughs> okay, that, that was, that. Then, well, shit, that's not going to work. Uh, DM says there's no air. All right, well, in that case, uh, I panic, I'm invisible. Uh, I just <laughs> grab onto the one that I think is going to survive the most. I deem that to be uh, Strix. Okay. You're not wrong. Strix, Wumba, <laughs> Wumba claps on, clasps yeah. onto you. But you can't see me because I'm invisible. Right, you can feel him, but... Gross! Actually, yeah, this is not technically an attack, so, yeah. All right. Uh, and then he hopes for the best. Strix, you said you were going to cast a spell on somebody? Uh, yes, so I am going to cast Gaseous Form on Dieth mm-hmm. first, because I know Paulton can fly. Oh, no, he can't fly. But I'm going to cast it on DF. And then I'm also going to uh, get on my broom. And... Uh, what about Chumba? Well, he's on me, so he can get on my no, shoulder. Wumba's on you. Chumba. <sighs> I was going to get Chumba out. Well, he get on Paulton. Okay, fine. I will cloud Paulton instead. If your plans to if you plan to take Chumba, Paulton is now a cloud. All right, Paulton, you are a gaseous form, moving slower cool. than before, but um, resistant to falling bricks. Actually, yeah, Diop is faster, so I'll I'll cloud, cloud Paulton because Diop can okay. run faster. Yeah, great. Um, while in cloud form, Paulton. Uh, 
you move 10 feet on your turn, and you're resistant to non-magical damage, and you can pass through small holes, narrow openings, and mere cracks. Uh, you can fly, but you can't talk or manipulate objects, and you can't cast spells. So, you're a cloud. Strix has Wumba attached to her. Strix, you still have some movement? Uh, all right. So, if I'm... And Wumba I can carry on no, my broom. No. No, okay, I can't. Um, then I am going to try and... Uh, I can hold him, though, and I can Dimension Door. Nope. No, you'll damn leave, it! You'll leave him behind. Only one creature passes through a Dimension Door. Yeah, you, that would make you a bad person. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Now I'm going to feel guilty! Um... Could I hand my broom to, to Chumba and Wamba and tell them to get out on it? Sure. All right. Which one do you want to give it to? Well, the one grabbing onto my leg. I'm going to say, here's this. Take this and go with your brother. It flies. Go out the thing. Are you talking to me? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm going to hold on to you. No! no! <laughs> I hit him. I hit him with the All right. broom. Your turn is over. <laughs> chat chat keeps saying and has said a lot of times whenever we use Dimension Door that they think that two people can go through Dimension Door. So, Chris, do you want to set the record straight? Let me check. I'm having fun getting the room. You teleport yourself from your current location to any other Whoa, spot chat. within range. <laughs> You can bring along objects as long uh-huh. as their weight doesn't exceed what you can carry. You can also bring along one willing creature of your size or smaller. So there it is. Okay. Oh, I was right. going to say get wrecked, chat, but I well am done. smaller, but... Yep. Your size are smaller, so I can yep. actually yes, dimension door. Yes, you can, door. actually. Thanks, chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then they don't get my broom. Okay. <laughs> and I will dimension door... Uh, I don't know how far away the outside is. Uh, you... Ooh, boy. Can you see the... Can you, like, go through walls and get, and get to the outside like that? Do, 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 do. I don't know why chat is trying to make sure I survive. Any other spot within range, you can arrive at exactly the spot desired. It can be a place you can see, or one you can visualize, or one that you can describe by stating distance and direction, such as 200 feet straight wherever. So, based on... Um, yes, you absolutely can. All right. You can take him, take him, take him right outside. All right. Um, I okay. Paulton is a is a cloud. Yep. Now, could I take Dieth with me instead of the goblin? He, he is your size or smaller. <laughs> All right. I push the goblin out of the way and grab no. onto Dieth. You, you don't even have to let go of him. You can just grab Dieth okay. and you just I disappear. Just and outside. suddenly, Wumba is what? clutching onto nothing. I say, Paulton, meet us outside. <laughs> and I grabbed the re- door outside. I replied, just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Strix and Diath are home free. Shit. Bye. Chumba uh, and Wamba are stuck on the pillar. Uh, okay. What? And Wamba is invisible. You just the landed them? The, okay. The cloud looks and... over to Chumba and Wamba. You just see it kind of shrug. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> oh shit. Um, okay, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Um, uh, hold on, it's Chumba's turn. Uh, oh, Chumba shit. stands next to you, or he's looking around for you. 
Wamba, Wamba, Wamba. Do you let him know you're still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Ah. He's relieved. He says, "What's your plan?" Uh, ooh, so we're kind of high up. Uh, I was kind of hoping the witch lady would help me. Turns out she's a really bad person. <laughs> I didn't get that. I thought she was nice. Turns out a really bad person. So if one of us survives, you have to tell the world that she's a really bad person. Okay. So I'm um, the one who survives? Well, we don't know that yet because I had a great idea. Um, so Chumba... How much do you weigh? Uh, he tells you 40 pounds. Okay, you know, you know, by so, the way, that he weighs about 80. Okay, so I grab you and we jump. But because I'm a horrible person, <laughs> I make sure that you hit the ground first. <laughs> uh, okay. Sounds familiar. Yeah, so halfway down the pillar, he realizes uh, that you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> So I would like you to make either a dexterity acrobatics or strength athletics, and this is a contested role. Oh, this with is gonna him. suck. He's a fighter. Jeff he is a just fighter. walked by to get water. He's right there right now. Yeah. He, he will know. He'll <laughs> <laughs> know what happened. So Chumba is going to make his strength athletics check, and you're going to make probably. <laughs> this is going to go really I'm bad. Guessing. This is going to go really bad. Are you ready? Hang on. You got Come uh, on. Before you roll, let me just check something here. So you don't have athletics or acrobatics, but your dexterity nope. is higher, so you get a plus three on your roll. Ooh, okay. Hey, here we uh, go. Anna. Anna? Yeah. Is Jeff still there? Can he roll a die for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ba- hey, baby. Can you roll one die real quick? You're <laughs> 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 in an opposed strength check with your brother who's trying Ross, to Ross is trying to kill you. I'm sorry, brother. There was nothing I could do. He rolls a five. Okay. <laughs> How did you do there, Ross? Uh, a, a, a 19. Okay. What? Okay. So uh, you, your plan comes off perfectly. You oh, land, you hear God. all your brother's bones snap Yeah. Uh, as the fall How is cushioned. You? you still take some damage, but it's reduced because okay. of the padding. Uh, so you ended up taking a total of seven points of damage. Okay, so seven, all right. Uh, if only he wasn't healed. Right. <laughs> I, I, who wasn't healed? I was healed. Yeah, yeah, that's if, why you're okay. If only you weren't healed, yeah. is what he was saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is he okay? Uh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they tend to not be. I, I, just so I, I can say that it, you know, bring the you know, fuck it, I'll leave it behind. I take the whistle though. <laughs> the whistle thing that he has. Okay. Like, yes. Wow. You you grab wow. his whistle and you see the little cord is sort of caught around his neck. I I I just I'd lift it up. Like, I know how necklace works. Yeah. Why would I get confused? <laughs> well, his head is sort of mashed into the ground. That's why it's stuck there. Oh, I, 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 I kick the head off so I can get the necklace. <laughs> oh, All right. my gosh. I'm glad Jeff's not here. Yes, you absolutely tear it free, and you've got his uh, cherished wooden whistle in your hands. I yell, I'll always remember you, brother! And then I run. It is the end of the round, and now everybody in the room has to make a dexterity saving throw. This is only Paulton and Wamba. 
Oh my God, this would be amazing. You As a cloud? That. Yeah. So. <sighs> this would be amazing if you did all that. You just get uh, crushed uh, by uh, 19, 19 again. Excellent. God damn it. Never mind. <laughs> so, right. what do I get for being a cloud? Uh, you just make a normal dexterity. Okay, well, that would be a four. Okay. Uh, some debris passes through your gaseous body, Paulton, and deals damage to you, but you only take half. Uh, so you take five points of damage. Okay. All right. Uh, Wamba, you too uh, succeeded your dexterity saving throw, and you're only clipped by a rock, and you take five points of damage. Oof. Oof. All right. And then you run out of the room, and Paulton, you drift out of the room. Um, now, Wumba, you get to the ledge of the door, you hop down, you run, you get to the scythe blade traps. They're all jammed up, so you keep running. You get to the pit, the 10 foot across pit. <laughs> Jared's so happy. <laughs> and Paulton's like just sort of floating past you over the pit. <laughs> you have one hit point left, right? Uh, so I had minus seven and minus five, so it's not looking great. Yeah, yeah you have one. Yeah. Left. So you have uh, one hit point. So here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I, I have to make the jump, don't I? Uh, you can see the the vault is collapsing behind you. So far, the tunnel hasn't started to collapse, but it could. You see the cloud give you, like, an encouraging wave. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did the whistle do again? Um, Makes a high-pitched noise. Yeah, yeah it, we've never actually established that it does right. anything other than whistle. <laughs> I pull out the whistle. I go... And then I, I, I go for a leap. I go All for right. a leap, and I get a seven. All right. You leap across. You hit the other side of the pit, and... I say, brother, help me! Oh, wait. Oh, wait. All right. Uh, just as you would fall, something catches you. Oh, thank oh. you. And you dragon bait, dragon bait, monster? Oh. Oh, dragon bait pulls you up over the other side of the pit. Whew. Only because he heard the whistle. That was a close oh, yes, one. He heard the whistle. <laughs> yes, he heard the whistle, turned, and grabbed Ironic you. Just, dab. just Ironic dab. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, all right, and Paulton, you're out. Strix, Diath, you're out. Wumba comes out on Dragon Bait's shoulders, and Chumba is buried in his tomb. I'll always remember him. For what? Oh. He, for for he, he it was it was it was Strix's fault. If she had helped me, he wouldn't have died. That could have been Deeth. <laughs> I'm helping my so party member. The only one who actually saw what Wumba did was Paulton, and he's a gas cloud right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give him the Paulton. eye. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll turn Paulton back into once I see you safely. Out. All right, Paulton, you are flesh and bone again. Which, okay, I, I'm getting them confused. Who? Which Chumba Wumba died? So Chumba the fighter died Chumba. after uh, no, w- I, after Wumba yeah. mm. shared his cunning plan to use him as a landing pillow. I, I look over to Wumba. I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Dude. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. She left me no choice. The 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 the, the, the robot ladies, well, she was she was annoying. The the the, the other person's a terrible person. I'm gonna tell everyone about that. Uh, I might even write a song. Maybe you could perform it for me. Dieth, 
I don't know. He's just the earth. But anyway, I, I, I did what I had to do to survive. I'm level two. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Umbrella is standing there. She's just shaking her head disapprovingly and baring her tusks. And she says, get this creature out of my sight. Yeah, oh. that... What, me? That was her steward. Oh, I mean, I, I can be your steward now. She pulls out a mace. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, like the spray kind or like the... The big, the, heavy mallet the, kind. The heavy yeah. kind. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I use... Uh, where is it? Um, <laughs> I've got a, a, a retreat ability. What is that, Chris? Expeditious retreat. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to bail. All right. Off he goes into I the I do this while I'm going back like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He rushes back and disappears into the foliage, and maybe we'll never see him again. Or uh, maybe, or we, maybe will. we will. <laughs> Evelyn. Yes, Chris Perkins. Uh, you awaken in a palace of sunlight, <gasps> and a very tall man sort of crouches down beside you, and you see that he's dark skinned, but his eyes are just orbs of pure sunlight. And uh, he's got this uh, uh, countenance to suggest that he is a, a saint or a divine entity. And uh, as, huh. he, as he puts one hand on your shoulder, he says, My dear Evelyn, you've called yourself here to make a choice. We can return you to the form in which you were previously, or we can bestow a blessing upon you to make you stronger and hardier than you were before. Last, I give you the option of restoring that which was taken from you, your shattered weapon. Which of these three gifts would you like me to bestow upon you? Why, why thank you, that's very generous. Is this... The end of the episode where I get a week to decide. Or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. No, no. I would like well, to send you back to your friends. So I have the option of uh, of being myself in my body again. Yep, having a being a stronger construct body, or having light fall restored. Take your time. <laughs> we'll wait. Well, Evelyn takes some time to think about what her friends back home would say about this and wonders and asks them in her mind whether they have any suggestions. <laughs> Evelyn, no, as you sort of... What would we say? As, as you sort of look around... Um, a lot of the details of the room are sort of fuzzy because he is so such a presence um, that he seems to almost blot out everything else. But you sort of look, and there's this behind you. There's this big arch, and through the arch you can see an open sky, with like it must be seven suns in the sky. I ask first. I, I'm like I was trying to make the de- the decision, but then I shake my head. And I'm like, may I ask first who I have the pleasure of. Addressing? My name is Saint Andral. Do I know who Saint Andral is? Oh yes, you don't even have to make a roll. You know that uh, he is a saint of the the Sun Lord Lathander. 
Uh, he, draw, OMG. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he would be basically a, a mortal who was elevated to Lathander's court for a lifetime of devout service. I am such a fan of your work. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It is such a pleasure to meet you. I just thank you for everything you've done for the morning lord and his his devout. I'm just, wow, I'm so over, overwhelmed. What do you think I should do? Um, he looks at you and smiles and says, these are all great gifts, but to be flesh again now could put your friends in, or could put you in some danger, he says, simply because you have a, a quest ahead of you. One for which being what you are now is actually a boon. Well, also, why, why are, am I be given, being given these gifts? Why me? Why now? Because the Morning Lord loves you. He does? I know he does. He does, doesn't he? He always has. With all his heart. Then I should serve him in the best and strongest way possible. And I should be the strongest servant that I could possibly be for him in whatever form that is. So I want to be a stronger version of me. I will return you to your friends. Good luck, Evelyn. Thank you. I'm such a fan. Bye. All right. Uh, in a flash of sunlight, Evelyn descends upon the party. This beam of light just comes through the jungle and shines down between the feet of the statue. And then Evelyn just materializes there, uh, much as she looked when she left you in her construct form. But Evelyn, your constitution score is now 22. Jesus. What? You have Lathander's blessing of health, giving you that, uh, and that will, of course, uh, change your hit points. Jeez. Um, and and Chris, I like to imagine that I have like a new engraving because I had yeah. like a chest plate. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a fully realized, super engraved. Like I look the same, yep. but like extra filigree and like my because I was missing my holy symbol after yep. lightfall and so yep. like I want my holy symbol to now be like yeah. my very self like oh outstanding yeah so that's in your chest the other thing you notice is that on on her on your body Evelyn under your armor you've got this sort of golden filigree reinforcement um, cool all all around your joints and things so you're just uh, you you look that much sturdier than you did before sick yep awesome and that's where we'll stop for the night. <laughs> Wumba lives again. Wumba lives. Wow. He could come up, come back at any time. <laughs> I might just do that. <laughs> Maybe it won't be level By two, way, right? Just Ross got to pick his own alignment. So if anyone can guess what he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, before we wrap up, uh, Diaz still has Wumba's will. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, what do you do with that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he threw me this piece of paper and the son of a bitch just ran away. Well, he's as good as dead now anyway. He's dead to me, that's for sure. I don't even like him. So I'm just going to open it up and read it. Just be like, I don't know, what is this? All right. And I'll read it out loud for all to hear. To whoever reads this, I totally got wrecked, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So like, damn, dude. Life and shit, right? (laughs) 
to my dearest bro Chumba. Man, I hope you got your dope ass whistle. I now get why you liked it so much. Sick ass beats, bro. <laughs> Stop, take a toot right now for me. Ha, bro, I can't believe you did it, dude. I totes farted through that. <laughs> this was all a prank, bro. Except dying, I'm dead, bro. All good, bro. Remember that time I let those hounds out from Grabstab's place with magic and she asked, who let the dogs out? Oh, I told her God. it was you. We got banished all sick nasty. Anyway, love you, bro. Like, for real, I do. If bro also died, you can, like, take my stuff, I guess. But if you killed me, enjoy your fart whistle, bitch. <laughs> magic on the haters. Peace. One bye. And I mean, like, I'm... Let me, like, just tear it up, just... <laughs> Paulton's just... I like that guy. <laughs> All right, uh, so that, that's a wrap on extra episode 66. So next week, being Halloween, a bunch of people will be watching the show normally or probably out with their kids trick-or-treating and whatnot. We're not going to have a regular episode. So next week we're off, but... But... In next week's time slot, we will be presenting Waffle Crew Sock Puppet Theater. Yes! Oh! Yes! I'm so excited! So, uh, Holly made some puppets, and uh, I made a little puppet show with her puppets, and uh, we will air and that. with all of the help of the Waffle Crew from the Reddit. Yes, yes. Or the Waffle yes. Fam, we, I mean. We, yeah. we picked some lines uh, that were collected from that, and we put it into the show, and so... The purpose of this is to basically give you a Waffle Crew sock puppet recap of where the show is up to this point. So you, if you haven't been able to get on the Waffle Crew train, choo-choo, yet, <laughs> um, and you don't necessarily want to look at 65 episodes to get all caught up, this puppet show theater is going to basically cover all that ground for you and tell you the story of the Waffle Crew up to, roughly speaking, the present. So tune in next week for that. So uh, excited. That horror show. <laughs> I'm going to put it this way. In Salton Sock, I actually put real wine on it. I just like threw some wine I had. So I've actually freeze. brought four, of the, socks, four yes. of the socks here. Oh my so gosh, I'm so excited. While you guys are telling people things going on in your lives and what they should pay attention to, I will show off the socks. Oh my gosh. So, also, but Chris told me to make them crappy. So that's yeah. what's yeah. funny. So this is the Paulton Sock. He's got a little cape, and he's got his little blonde hair, and his little little goatee. And he's a little purple from all the wine. He's a little purple yes. from all the wine. Sweet. All right, and this is the... Not the little thinner. This is the Evelyn oh, Puppet. Yes. She's got the golden fake hair, and... The red uh, lips and the holy symbol of Lathander on her chest. Emblazoned, if you will. Emblazoned. Emblazoned. Well. Perfectly cut out pieces right. of felt. <laughs> okay. And then here we got Diath. <laughs> and he's wearing his leather jerkin. Sort of. And on the back sort it of. says, I'm sad, Diath. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got two little daggers painted on the bottom. There's like that. And last yeah. but not least. <laughs> it didn't really look like DF, so I just like kind of messed it up and put I'm sad DF on the back. <laughs> and then we got Strix. She's got her little staff. 
She's got some bones stuffed in her. Oh, weird. That one looks the best. Look, I was little horns, Little horns and little fangs. And that's her. So you'll see more of them next week. I'm so oh my excited. gosh! I, I didn't realize it was going to be that long. Like, is it going to be like a an episode? Like, so how long is it going to be? It's it's thirty minutes, thirty nice. three zero, and That's uh, a long time. Chris. We, we can probably just re- repeat it several times because I think you might laugh once or twice and miss a couple lines. <laughs> <in between. laughs> I'm so excited! So, yeah. Yay! So, you guys are in for, we're in for a treat. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, shout outs to the subreddit for helping us put that together because we were looking for quotes to put into that recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, be sure to go and check out the Dice Game Reaction subreddit for uh, joining in all kinds of different discussion, uh, fan art, fan stories, which are really cool. Uh, people just kind of talking about uh, their favorite moments and what they think is going to happen. There's also a really good recap of what happened in the uh, last TwitchCon episode. So if you miss a little bit on there, someone in there actually did a really good summary of stuff that happened. So you can actually check there for it uh, as well. So be sure to join the Dice Camera Action subreddit and the Dice Camera Action Discord as well. Mm-hmm. And I'll be in PAX Australia. I'm literally leaving right now. So I will <laughs> oh my see gosh. you guys in Australia. <laughs> I'm staying behind to look after the animals. Very good. Yes. Very good. Ross. And everyone follow Ross. Um, at we have our, on Twitter. And our new, we have a new D&D show. We want yep. Ross and Jared to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Jared, so do you want to talk about it, Jared? Sure. The uh, there's an all-new uh, podcast on an Dragons show coming up called Dragons in Places with uh, your Dungeon Master myself and it stars from game grumps aaron barry Hall, uh, Susie, and uh, ross with uh holly playing as well uh, what's great about that is that aside from myself and holly they never played D before so have, it's, it's it's very much tailored for people who uh who are very new to this, the, the game or the mm. series or whatever that's a good one it's gonna be uh, starting up that's gonna be starting up tomorrow uh with it's one hour episodes Yep. And it'll be going for about two months, give or take. Yep. Uh, as I give them through their own custom homebrew adventure uh, through their first time playing D&D. If you got a taste of Ross here, if you want oh, a couple yeah. hours of him, and just... Yeah. My character in my character in Dragons' Place is a little nicer. I play an undead <laughs> yes. called I play an undead called Femur Clavicle. Uh, he's a little bit more chill. Uh, so okay. that'll be in podcast form. Uh, I don't know where the where you can actually get it. Ross, do you know? Uh, no. I know okay. it's going to be on the YouTube channel tomorrow, but I'll oh, get okay. back to you. On, I'm sure Twitter will tweet out the services that it's also on. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all pre-recorded uh, podcast. Oh, and also we're all going to be at PAX Unplugged. Oh, yeah! yeah. That's Unplugged. right. That's in the middle Friday, of November. Friday night of PAX Unplugged at 8.30 in the main theater. We big Ooh, now, big. fam. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Waffle cooler lit fam. And uh, well, because I believe... I believe we're bringing our costumes for that one. We like are, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my costume is right here because it needs it needs updating for PAX. So I'm going to try to do that in the like few days home I have. Awesome. So if you're coming out to PAX uh, Unplugged, that's in Pennsylvania. That is uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. So be sure to come on by and say hi during then too, because that'd be super fun. As for me, I am. This is a weird thing about like esports events or gaming events that they don't announce what you're doing uh, until like a week before. So it's like not very easy for me to promote it. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you, but I am going to be at working at BlizzCon and I can tell you it's not on any of the esports stages. 
So if you know BlizzCon, you might be able to figure out what I'm doing, but I will be there. I'll be part of the broadcast <laughs> and I would love to see you there. So hopefully I'll see you at BlizzCon and then right after that, PAX Unplugged. Well, we're very happy for this thing that you can't really talk about, Anna. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the only thing I got is uh, next week I'll be at uh, Yumacon in Detroit, November 2nd through 5th. If you're in the area, go on a con, come hang out. All right. And if anybody's wondering, this DM screen, this Tomb of Annihilation DM oh, screen. Oh, a new one. Curti- I was looking at that. Courtesy of Gale Force 9. So, there Ooh, you go. Oh. Nice. All right. Yay, scares me. <laughs> Ross, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> Congratulations right. on surviving, and thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Let me know when you want Wumpa back, because yep. Wumpa will come back with a vengeance. Hopefully, <laughs> could he not be level two? That'd be great, because I want to actually be able to hurt people. I think he's yeah, got some worry. experience I'll points. Go tell, I'll go tell Jeff, sick in bed, that his character <laughs> now... was killed by a tell, tell him it was Holly's fault, Strix's no, terrible person. No, I had party, no choice. Listen, I thought he was going to survive. My party really is did. my number one concern. I already lost them once. I'm not going to lose them again. Fair. I lost my brother. You should be talking down to me right now. You people, whatever. <laughs> All right, fam. Uh, wow. See All you guys. See you soon enough. Bye for now. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash TOA, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash DCA. Until next week, happy hunting. <laughs>